Hello, it's another week, it's another day, it's another episode of the Baby Bed Podcast. Welcome if you're a first-time listener. Thanks for joining me for your first time ever on the most ultimate experience of your life. If you're a regular listener, you know what it is. Thank you, as always. Appreciate you listening to this, my thoughts out on voice. And of course, you can send in your thoughts, prayers, feedback, criticism, your agreement and disagreement with the thoughts I share on this podcast. Today is about my life. It's about me meeting my uncle and aunt who are in their late, late part of life. They're in their latter years. They're in the sunset phase of their lives. Aunt is 85 plus. My uncle's borderline 95. So I met them recently and uh, something struck me when I met them. The conversation we had about longevity and about living a full, long life. Because a lot of us nowadays are having the questions about immortality and living a full, long life. So let's discuss that. I mean, I'll discuss it. I'll discuss it with my various personalities and personas within myself. And you can enjoy listening to it because unfortunately, we can't have a two-way or a multiple conversation on this platform yet. Maybe that will come up soon. So till then, enjoy yourselves. And once again, thank you. See you on the other side. Baby Bed Podcast with Sunday Pro. Baby, check it out. Yes, it's a week which is quite fun because I just got done with my course of antibiotics, or if you're in America, antibiotics. Uh, everything's dragged out, right? Uh, it's antibiotics, like observatory, like uh, fucking stand straight, man. Speak properly. Close your mouth a little bit. I like the fries on the double ham. And don't you feel like the uh, immigrants who go there, uh, when I say the immigrants, the newer ones, not the original immigrants, have more of that twang, like especially the Indians I've seen, as you might refer to them, the Desis. Like, oh my God, I just went down. I'm like, you know, like, Abhan, I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. You take everything and make it worse, you stupid cunt. Anyhow, just um, speaking about immortality, that... There's some people who should die early. Anyhow, so why did I talk about, um, decide to talk about this topic of life? And uh, and I'm not going to talk about it in the typical way, which I've done a couple of times uh, over the past few episodes, which have been more like introspection, self-reflection, and kind of observing where we are headed um, as a society. But just the basic idea, this uncle and aunt, as I mentioned early on in the introduction, um, my, my dad's sister and her husband, so they uh, lived with us growing up. And as of now, he's the oldest man alive in the family. And um, we kind of look up to him uh, because he's old. Pretty much that. I don't think he's got anything else where we look up to him. He's just like, fuck, he's survived 95 years. But he's this man who's got all these uh, different ideologies and he always likes to share them. He's a, he's a talker like me, and but even I have to keep quiet when he's there because he's a typical man who's grown up with P.G. Woodhouse. He was an income tax commissioner. He's done a bunch of things, but his approach to life is every day. Uh, you have to learn one new thing. You have to walk about 200 steps to keep your heart rate up and you have to avoid blah, 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 blah. You have to avoid uh, oily foods, your greasy foods, avoid alcohol to live a long life. And he speaks very like, oh, you see, Sandeep, is that when I was understanding the idea of health, uh, general health and general well-being is a very important thing for a full and long life, for a healthy life and to be alive for the longest time possible. That way you can spend as much time on this 
this earth as possible. You got to understand that human existence is for a reason and that is to be here for as much time as possible because who knows whether we'll come back, who knows where we're going, who knows where we came from. He's uh, very good to listen to, but a lot of it is full of shit because he's 95 now, right? He's lived a full life uh, in um, more ways than one. Professionally, um, he had a full career. Uh, financially, quite successful. Uh, did a lot of work with his investments. I'm just grabbing my beer. One second, guys. Oh, as I speak of about a full, healthy life. Fuck, it's got a catch in my... Mm. Yeah, I've become fat. I, I, I come back to my uncle, but I really feel like this... I've never been fat in my life. Um, so this is fat in my standard. I've just got like a cramp trying to bend down from the chair and pick up the beer. <sighs> anyway, maybe I should listen to my uncle. Mm. So he was talking about a full and healthy life, right? So as I say, professionally successful, financially successful. Um, his uh, only son went to America in the 70s as a professor there. So a mm, little disappointing for my uncle who's all about making money, make money, make money, make money, save money. Um, so this uncle is 95 now. I, I'm just reasserting that fact. Wife is 86 and they both till just about two, three years back were a fantastic bridge playing couple. Uh, my uncle was more theoretical. In fact, he's come up with his own concepts and written a book on bridge. And my aunt was more of the practical bridge player. She was good and they were a team and they did really well. But sadly, about five, six years back, my aunt, who's I think 85 plus, uh, started losing her memory. Again, a full life. They traveled a lot within India. Um, I'm not getting emotional. I'm just have a cold. And uh, she started losing her memory, Alzheimer's set in, and it's gotten really bad. Like, she can barely recognize um, very few people. Like, me, she still does because I grew up um, around her. But for most people, it's just a blank. And she can't remember things that happened in the past 20, 20 years, let's say, because she doesn't remember who my niece is, doesn't remember where my sisters moved to. I think more but the past 15 years, it's a total blank. She doesn't remember her grandkids. I think she's faking that though because I honestly think they're pretty forgettable. But um, then she's she's just lost now. She doesn't know what to do, doesn't know how to feed herself, doesn't know how to keep herself clean. It's very sad. It's very, very sad to see a person who was so loving, who showed so much affection, who was so kind, just kind of lose that identity. And I brought up this aunt, I think, in a previous episode when we were talking about the idea of self, right? Like, what if we wake up one morning? I think, ah, I remember that's my own recording. I don't know why I'm forgetting. Ah, it's scary. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I can make it 85, 86 and still be even remotely as uh, dignified as these two uh, people. But what, what I'm sad about is this uncle is now uh, had a heart attack. He's had a hip uh, injury. He fell down, broke his hip, still refused to use the cane because it makes him look weak. Like, when do you give up, right? That generation, when do you show weakness? Like, even on your deathbed, you're like, no, no, no I, I can manage myself. Like, dude, your legs have fallen off. Your arms don't exist. You don't have teeth. Like, can you just at some point accept the fact that you need help, you stupid cunt? Um, not this uncle, I'm saying generally. Like, just be okay with the fact that your body is giving up and you do need someone to help you. Don't have to be, I, I mean, that's the extremes, right? they over-independent and now the newer generation, the millennials are like over-dependent. Like, oh my God, no one's helping me. Like, fuck 
that's even worse, right? I, I, my, my success, like, you know, not about me, like, no one, I'm, I'm going to do it on my own, but please help me. I want a reference. Why didn't you give me a good reference letter? Because you didn't deserve it, you stupid shit. Just because you have an opinion which you got from Twitter doesn't mean you're good enough to even be at my company. And you don't deserve the pay that you uh, think you deserve, you entitled piece of shit. is uh, just a little slip in. But why is uh, this uncle's story coming up? Because he's 95, he's had an injury, and after my aunt started losing her memory and my uncle broke his hip, they've stopped playing bridge. And he's obviously old. He deserves to just sit and not do anything till he, you know, uh, decides to, you know, play virtual bridge in the sky above. But he still is very, very sharp with accounts. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because he's got a nurse now. And this nurse is a total bitch. Because she's a scam. And the reason I don't involve myself is because in these situations, because she's sitting there, giving my uncle his meds on time, giving him his food on time, gives him a massage in the night. It's, my uncle's totally smitten by her. It's like, almost like a, it's really sad. Like she's probably 35, 40 and my uncle's 95. And you can't even visualize anything sexual. But still, she's got him by his shriveled old balls, right? And she's just got him uh, where she wants him. And now he's starting to sign over... Uh, things to her, like money-related things. And the family is scared. They're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And every day, this meeting, like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Should we should we go and file a police complaint? And my uncle's totally smitten. So anytime someone from the family goes, he's like, no, no, every year this lady keeps me alive. I will give this much money as a reward. And even her, his son who lives in the US, like, do something. And like, you come here, you bitch. You ran away in 1972. Why don't you come here and do something about your situation? I mean, it's your father. It's your mother. Come and take care of them because at some point you can't run away anymore. So is what I am saying on the podcast because that's how bold I am. So uh, it's pretty it's pretty bad now. More and more is being signed over to her and more and more uh, she's smitten and I think more and more dementia is setting in. He is almost turned against the family because of this nurse. It's almost like it's him and her versus the family is what he sees. I mean, his son is perceived as a threat because she brainwashes him when no one is there. So I don't even go anymore now because I don't want to be seen as a threat to him because the moment I say, hi, uncle, she's like, he wants your money. He wants your house. He wants your gems. He wants your jewelry. And a lot of shit has gone missing already and the tip of the iceberg was way past now it's just gotten to serious shit and I wouldn't be surprised if things like more like his whole life is signed over and she's like you guys can live with me and it's it's getting there oh let me have a sip of my beer while the train passes mmm yeah I love the sound of trains till this happens during my podcast and I think the reason why they haunt so much is because the railway track runs past a college and I think there have been a couple of incidents where girls, it's a girls' college, not like just girls from a co-ed college, but girls walk on the track, uh, not because they're suicidal, it's a shortcut, and these guys keep haunting for them to get out of the way. And I'm like, population control. Anyhow, so the story back, my uncle, aunt are in a bad scene with this nurse. Uh, I mean, we assume the outside... And it's not outside, it's not extended, it's like immediate family, like brothers, sisters. Assume that it's bad for them because it's from a point of view that they've saved up all this and it's going to this country, right? This nurse. Uh, but they're happy. I mean, my, my aunt doesn't know what's going on. She just has my, like a glazed look in her eyes and a smile on her face. And she gets her food, she's washed and taken care of. Is that enough? So this is the reason why I brought this example up is, is that enough to have just for the sake of a long life? Is it worth living long because you've experienced years on this planet to come down to this where your family who love you and who care for you 
are being pushed away so an outsider who gives you a geriatric happy ending can swoop in and take your physical possessions take your dignity away make you dependent on them and kind of almost isolate your relationship with your wife because it's almost my nurse it's almost like my uncle and the nurse are a scene and my aunt is just there like a a shell of the person she was who doesn't remember anything anyways i caught you no you don't remember anything bitch like it's it's become that bad because i'm a person who believes that it's not doesn't have to be quick success or short bang out of here but you know contemplating this idea like you know i like i love partying and my wife asked me this question like sandeep how when are you going to stop you're 36 you'll be 37 shortly i'm like it's not yeah i understand the alcohol element right it does fuck with the mind it does fuck with the body and it is there is a point if you're 65 or my uncle's age raging you probably won't because you wouldn't have made it that far and your body automatically starts rejecting it right after a certain age So while I do have the ability to drink and I have the faculties and the mind uh, mental strength to drink I think I should enjoy because I love putting a smile on people's face I I and I think if you're a person who likes partying some people need alcohol but some people need drugs some people don't need any of them I think if you're meeting people when you're in a good space I think that's fine but using alcohol when you're not in a good space I've had some bad experiences where literally I'm fine 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 next drink boom and the darkness comes out and I'm just like insulting people putting them down and the problem is that when you are on alcohol as a crutch to get you to that level people always will win over you because you're on the back step people are like this guy has no control because he's a drunk and he's an alcoholic so um The thing when it comes purely to partying in a short life is just have a good life and I'm not saying alcohol is completely inherent for that or a key component but I'm having fun I go out I meet new people I I leave them with a memorable quote which is uh, my forte or I leave them with memorable evening and I feel there's nothing wrong with that maybe in in about 4 5 years and when when I'm 40 maybe things will change I'll slow down and I'll probably find a space in my life where I'm happy with a smaller group of people who are more meaningful in my life where I have more meaningful conversations I don't need alcohol I don't need to impress and um I am in a good place right now. I'm not doing this to get more friends. I just like sharing the fact that I I've lived a life so far and I want to share my fun with you. It's uh, a difference between what I used to do where I used to try to be the comedian, the clown in the group to get external validation for who I am or who I was. Now the entire shift is hey, I I'm 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 not trying to be funny. I generally am funny. I have good conversation. I've seen uh, for lack of a better word the world and I've uh, seen people and I've seen relationships and I've seen human beings. So I want to share that with as many people as possible on stage when I do my shows, off stage when I I'm not doing my shows. So I feel do things while you're living in that phase in your life and not trying to be someone when uh, it, it what i'm trying to say is i don't want to pretend to be a 50 year old now and do things for what 50 year olds will do to prepare for a long life when i'm 36 when i'm 36 i want to live like a fucking 36 year old if something goes wrong god forbid then i got to face the reality and i read this really quote today a really good quote uh, earlier on listen to it actually on a podcast uh, which is called crime town fantastic podcast on spotify and the guy says when you make once you make your choice you got to stand by it man you got to feel the pain and the gain of that choice you make. so it's true if you want to live like a 36 year old i'm not saying rage on like i can't rage beyond like honestly speaking i i like to have my like my first beer early 7:30 in the evening and then go on have like a few beers really fast and then by 10:30 done have dinner come back i can't do like the 5 o'clock in the morning with ecstasy and coke anymore that's that's my body so 10 years back i probably could do that 5 years back probably could still do that 
in four years time maybe my number of drinks will come down maybe i can't drink anymore maybe the beer reacts badly with my body so who knows but why prepare for a long life by trying to adopt a life which you're not living right now why try to live like a 50 year old or a 60 year old when you're not really one because that what happens then is that your entire mindset starts becoming the that of a 60 year old and you inevitably start li- looking at life on its on its on its last legs and then you're no fun. It's like a boring piece of shit going, oh, you know, I can't really eat after six o'clock because my digestive tract is really, really sensitive to lentils. And you're like, I can't drink, you know, because of acidity. And tomorrow morning, my yoga teacher has told me that for spirituality. I'm like, yeah, good if you enjoy it. But stop doing it because someone's told you that it'll help you live longer. Live not in the moment as spirituality or a psychiatrist or a psychotherapist say. Live the life that you are in right now. The phase of life that you're in right now, live it and own it. Make that choice and deal with the consequences. Don't run away when shit hits the ceiling. If it's going good, you got to fucking embrace it. If it's going bad, you got to give it a tighter hug. So that's my thoughts on today's uh, longer life or a shorter life, uh, more fun life or a long planned life. I don't know. I just feel I'm in this space right now. And of course, you can disagree with me or agree with me. You can give me your feedbacks. Feedbacks? Yuck! The whole podcast went well till then. You can give me your feedback and you can, of course, criticize whatever I had said on the podcast. And, you know, join me in uh, praying for the well-being of my uncle and aunt. And let's just hope they don't get scammed by that cunt bitch nurse. Um... Yes, you can obviously find this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast on. It's on Spotify, Apple, Google. You'll find it where you find it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have found it, right? That makes sense. And you can contact me on um, Twitter, Instagram. Soapy Rao is my handle, and that's my email as well at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And, of course, I look forward to being back for you uh, on another episode of the Baby Bed Podcast very soon. In fact, next week. So, till then, take care of yourselves. Goodbye. God bless. Cheers. The Baby Bed Podcast, every Wednesday. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.